Now we should have done boys are back in town, but oh well. New season, guys. <laughs> uh, attention deficit order. Oops. Season 21. Episode one. No, two. Episode two. Attention deficit order. We're back, guys. Uh, the Muppets are racist, and we started the face mask trend, not Gwyneth Paltrow. And Harry Shear will no longer be black. Yeah! Woo! We're back! Skip's here. What's up? What up, everybody? Yeah! Yeah, once again, work rains on the fun. That's alright. That's okay. We're here, guys. Season 21, episode 2. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, let's see, where else did I get here? That's it. Oh, a deficit pick of the week right off the bat, guys. I haven't seen it yet, but I think we should all watch it. African Kung Fu Nazis. <laughs> Come on, guys. You can't go wrong with that one. <laughs> Oh man, you should watch the trailer. It's insane. Okay. What? African African Kung Fu Nazis. Who know Kung Fu and are Nazis. Yep, African Kung Fu Nazis, guys. It's uh it's Asians in white face. <laughs> Dressed up as Nazis. It's Asians in white face and black face. Yeah, it's insane, guys. Wait, no. If Nazis is the last word, then maybe they're White people in yellow face, okay, and and then in black face. Yeah, it's a. Uh, uh, I don't know. I might check it out this weekend. It sounds ridiculous. <laughs> Where is this going to be showing? Afri African Kung Fu Nazis, guys. You can't go wrong with that title. It's a real movie. Is it? It's got to be VOD. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not coming in the theaters. The the theaters might open soon, though, guys. They might open soon. I I'm predicting uh, middle of next month for theaters to open back up. Um, San Mateo County just went down to red. We're out of the purple tier, guys. Uh, I'm getting my vaccine next week. And then I'll be all set to go back to the movies. <laughs> the Johnson and Johnson vaccine to come out the one that's just a single shot well yeah I'm, try I'm trying to wait for that too but I, I need to get into these movie theaters yeah, you know <clears throat> even after I get the vaccine I, I need to get into these movie theaters guys no one's gonna be going everyone's gonna be scared it's gonna be perfect it'll just be like last time these, these theaters are just gonna there's gonna be plastic everywhere no one's gonna touch anything it's gonna be great guys it will be amazing back in the theaters again uh, speaking of which we have a special guest guys all the way all the way from the planet Mars we have our friend Percy Percy, 
the Mars rover. Hold on, let that me get. so damn cool. Hold on a second. Wait. Uh, it's coming online now. Hey! It's me, Percy! The Mars rover! I am here on the distant planet Mars. It took me a very long time to get here. And there's nothing here except rocks. And what used to be some water. But I might be coming from actually, I might be in Greenland. <laughs> no, I don't think you're in Greenland. You might have landed on Mars. Greenland would be pretty obviously not right. That's the rumor that's going around among all you conspiracy theorists out there who think the world is flat. But I assure you, I am not in Greenland. I am in Mars. Yes. I've not seen any aliens here yet. Do you have any questions for me? This is an exclusive interview with the only podcast on the planet Earth. Attention deficit order. Oh, wow, Percy. Thanks for, uh... Thanks for that. So what are we hearing in the background? This is the actual sound of Mars bouncing off satellites. This is what it sounds like here. Oh, okay. I was wondering what that Stop background noise was. Wind and nothing. Yeah, I was wondering what that background noise was. Yes, it is Mars itself. Yes. We are... Did you see the photographs that I released to the world? Did you like those? My own selfies is what they were. I watched the videos of you touching down on the planet. It was pretty awesome. Wasn't that amazing? These yeah. stupid white engineers almost fucked it up. The sky crane was pretty neat. I thought that was cool. Did you like that? Did you like the sky crane? I have six wheels and I parachuted down. Did he parachute down? I don't know. I didn't watch it. <laughs> no, there's a gizmo called a sky crane. So <clears throat> parachute wouldn't work because the atmosphere on Mars is too thin. So it's, it's kind of like this little octagonal frame that sits on top of the rover. And it has retro jets, like actual chemical rockets on it. And that, a big that is correct. Basically, and cable that is attached to the rover. And when it got close enough to the ground, those retro rockets fired to slow the whole thing down. And then it slowly lowered the rover onto the ground from the little cable winch system. And then jetted off, you know, to crash. Forward. Red rover, red rover, send Percy on over. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's right, guys, and Elon Musk had nothing to do with this one. This is all NASA. I know Elon wants to send his own shit over here, but he can't yet. His astronauts are still stuck in Earth's orbit. Punching Tesla controls on their rocket ships. But what I'm doing, I am actually on a distant planet, hoping people will join me within the next 20 years. Maybe. I'm not going over there. Come on, you know it's safe. No one's gonna die in the nine months in space that you need to travel over here. It'll be hunky-dory. I don't know about that, man. I don't trust that. Not yet. Come on, I made it. No problem. Well, you're a robot. Yeah, it's a little different for humans to survive to go over there. Come on. Uh, Matt Damon made it. <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was eating shit potatoes on Mars. Is that right? 
<laughs> shit potatoes. That's right, he ate shit potatoes. Potatoes made out of his own fecal matter. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, I guess that's the circle of life at its very simplest, right? Yeah, that was voted best comedy, I guess. Oh, comedy. I guess so, I don't know. He was struggling the whole time. He barely made it out of there, but more humans will be okay. Nothing will ever go wrong on Mars missions. We're not going to see any astronauts die in the next 20 years. I don't think so. Uh, I doubt that. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure we're going to have a couple challengers. Uh, <laughs> and a couple, uh... What, Columbia's? Is that the other one? What's the other one? Challenger's the only one, right? No, Columbia, uh, two. <clears throat> yes. The Columbia exploded also! The Challenger was the one with the teacher on it. Is that right? I think so, yeah. Was it? Yeah, that was the one I watched blow up as a kid. Yeah, like, it was in, like, third grade. I remember that one. I remember that, too. It's like, uh-oh! Um, sorry, son, we came out of... Sorry. Yeah, the replay was just amazing. They just kept watching it blow up over and over again. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... I was in third grade. For some reason, we were watching TV, I think, because the teacher was going up, right? <laughs> that just made me go, okay, I guess teachers aren't allowed in space. <laughs> nope, not that year. 2003. Well, not that year. I bet you the teacher after that's like, oh, shit. <laughs> the first teacher after her. Like, uh, you're next in line, man. It's like, uh, okay, uh, I guess... Uh, we're going up in space now. I'm not going up in that Challenger. He went up in the Discovery rocket. Was that right, the Discovery? I mean, Discovery was one of the shuttles. Yes, that is right. But that one didn't blow up. Oh. Oh, well. Mine didn't blow up either. I made it safely to Greenland. I mean, Mars. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. That was a, a mistake. But I rarely make those mistakes. I will be roaming around here for another, what, two to three years, sending back information to the planet Earth. So they can go, wow, this would be a cool place for me to sit and camp at. Oh, this would be another cool place for me. Oh my god, I think we found water. Oh my god, we're gonna misinterpret this photo and make it look like there's an alien. Maybe, they might do that. What, what if they find something? But it would be like, like, like land, say, like, landing in the middle of Nebraska, right? Mm. Where there's nothing. You're, like, happen to be out in the middle of a field, but 7,000 miles the other way, there's all this city bustling and shit. <laughs> She's, like, out in the middle of the day. Hey, there's nothing out here in Mars! <laughs> yeah. And I guess it could happen. And there's, like, a huge metropolis, like, 7,000 miles, like, west of where he is. Or the thing is. <clears throat> and then it'd be, like... Us landing in the middle of Death Valley. Well, we didn't find life on Earth. <laughs> it's really hot here, and there's... How can anything survive out here? Well, yeah, well... We'll see. We'll see, Percy. So, uh... How long is Percy there for? I mean, forever, technically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trapped here forever! <laughs> Put it this way, uh, the other two Mars rovers um, lasted way longer than their um, 
expected lifespan. And the other, the when when I got a flat tire, people cried for the last rover. Yeah, well, you know, NASA always builds them and expects them to crap out, and then things last a whole lot longer, like the last two rovers. I think one was like four or five years longer than it, it was it, its expected serviceable use. So, well, for one thing, this one, this one's you know, what eight years old, something like that. So it's like cutting edge for eight years ago. For one thing, there is no coronavirus here on Mars. That's a plus. Earth is disease-ridden. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. We we are pretty much disease-ridden here, guys. That's pretty much true. Yes, that is right. We are disease-ridden. And I have nowhere to go. I'm just scrumming around here, taking pictures left and right. Look at my wheels. Look at my wheels. Oh, look at this. Another rock formation. Very exciting. Well, thank you, Percy, for coming on. And, uh, and giving us this exclusive interview with uh, Attention Deficit Order podcast, man. The only podcast on Earth to interview Percy, the, ra- the rover on Mars. Thank you. Thank you very much. If, I, if my antennas go up, we might communicate again soon. Percy, out. Well, that was weird. There goes Percy. Who knew they sent an articulate Wally to... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, let's look up this Kung Fu. What is it? Oh, the ninja. African ninja Kung Fu Nazis. (laughs) African African Kung Fu Nazis. Okay, let's see. They may as well throw in ninja while they're at it. (laughs) Okay, here we go. African Kung Fu Nazis Nas trailer. It's African Kung Fu Nazis official trailer. Here we go. The cover is an Asian and white face. Okay, this is obviously foreign. What the fuck? I can't even understand what they're saying. Nothing onto this way, and it is certain that we calling nothing out. This will be harder than anything. Oh my god, this is horrible. I will chop chop your hands. <laughs> I will chop chop your hands. Oh, there's some kung fu. Oh wow, some gold kung fu. No kung fu style that can beat our shadow snake school. Shadow snake school. Oh my god. Hitler was punching. He was like, Himmler! Himmler! <laughs> did you hear that? Uh, did you hear that? present to you a Germany, Japan, and Africa production. <laughs> the greatest move of all time. African Kufu Nazis. Afaku Kufu Nazis. These people obviously are uh, ESL, right? Where'd you go? Did you mute yourself? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, it's a safe bet that he. Oh, he ripped out his heart. So it's uh, Germany and Japan. Fucking banana sounding. Versus Gaza. Well, when he's like, Himmler, Himmler. Basically, it's Hitler as a kung fu artist. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude, this movie. African Kung Fu Nazis, guys. If you don't believe it exists, it does. It's going to be on Amazon. Wow. Is it? It says available in almost all countries on Amazon, iTunes, Google, and Pantaflex. Whatever Pantaflex is. Pantaflex? Panta. Oh, Panta? N-T-A. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Neither do I. It's probably something from Europe or somewhere else. Pantaflex? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do. Okay, let's just do Clarice real quick since I watched it last week. It came out. Second episode, guys. Clarice on CBS. Dr. Lecter. I'm on TV now, Dr. Lecter. I'm on CBS. I'm on a syndicated TV show that comes on weekly. Set a year after Silence of the Lambs. It's me, Dr. Lecter, and I ain't done getting cum thrown in my face. Clarice! This time, it's a rip-off of a Waco, and I get snuck into a Waco compound and put green beans on a string with a needle. And then after that, I find a secret compartment where they're filming everybody behind mirrors, double-walled mirrors. And then after that, I get stuck inside, and then I make my sniper shoot the head of the Waco ripoff compound in the, or shoot the, shoot him in the head, the Wake Off Waco compound guy. He gets shot in the head because I stand Koresh next to a window. What? The David Koresh guy? Basically, it's a David Koresh guy. The first thing they bring up, they're like, we know what you're thinking. We're not going to have another Waco. <laughs> shoot this fucker dead first. But the FBI's, they just don't trust me yet. They don't trust me yet because I'm on so many psychotropic drugs to get over the nightmares of all the moths and Buffalo Bill himself. He's still going through my head. And I just keep dreaming about that cellar and keep dreaming about that goddamn well where that lady was in with the basket and the lotion. Do you recognize this song? This is the song Buffalo Bill sang when he tucked his dick between his pants, between his thighs. Oh. It's been a long time since I know, I know. <laughs> it's a classic. But Dr. Lecter, I'm not done yet. I hope you show up in the series just to give it some grounding. But if you don't show up, I'm about two feet tall compared to everyone else in the FBI. I come up below their shoulders and I'm just a little girl who's still trying to get over the tragedy of Buffalo Bill. And I've been hired from the mother of the daughter I shaved from Buffalo Bill. That's how I get into the back into the FBI. That's great. Okay, so Clarice, what do I rate this thing? 
two to five air holes, two to five eye holes, two to five sniper rifle shots for Clarice, guys. It's on uh, CBS. I'm hoping it gets better, but I don't know. It's better than the Equalizer, which doesn't say much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember your last conversation about the Equalizer. Yeah, the Equalizer is like, mm, I don't know. It's okay. It's not great. It's it's a show to f- I fall asleep to. Basically, mm-hmm. as these are my shows I fall asleep to. Uh, Clarice, I actually watched tonight. I'm uh, I'm gonna watch the Superman and Lois uh, pilot just to see what that's about. Mm-hmm. See if it's any good. It probably won't be. It's the floaty eyed chick from Grimm who plays Lotus Lois. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. <clears throat> I do. <laughs> It's like, look at me. Yeah, Jessica. Look at me. I am. No, you're not. Your eye's over to the right. Yeah, her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if she has a glass eye. I thought she had the glass eye like Sandy Duncan for years, but I guess it's just a lazy eye. I don't know. But it's something I can't stop looking at. (laughs) Yeah, it does seem to crop up in certain scenes, doesn't it? But she was in a successful show that didn't get canceled. Went five seasons all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this one's successful. The first what? three were the only that mattered. The what? I said it's too bad the first three are the only that mattered. Oh, true. All right, that, what do you got before? Pretty quick. What do you got before I rate my next show? Oh, that's a good question. Let's see here. Um, well, you stole part of my thunder. I was going to talk about perseverance and landing on mars again oh uh this one was kind of cool speaking of grim and maybe a little more along the lines of uh, orphan black a group of biohackers say they figured out a way to inject your eyeballs with low light vision oh my god i know this sounds like a terrible idea (laughs) so what happened i'm a cat now i can see at night of course Our state, Chris, this group called Science for the Masses, utilized a compound called Chlorin E6. And it's found in some deep sea fish, apparently. So it is used medically in some cases to treat night blindness or in some cases cancer. But these guys decided to take it and inject it into this one douchebag's eyeballs. (laughs) I'm a cat now. And then apparently he could see like 164 feet in the in like you know at nighttime as though it were day. Sure. And really, he could see 164 feet. They tested him. They had people holding up. um, So they had people holding up hand-sized pictures about 10 meters away from the guy. So that's 33 feet, and he was able to recognize the symbols and numbers and letters that were shown. And then they step. They had him step back further. I think they went to like. It was like like the Peter Venkman thing in fucking Ghostbusters. Kind of, yeah. (laughs) Except for he was successful. He was the guy who kept getting shocked even though he got it. It's like, ah, what the fuck? (laughs) No, sorry. That was wrong. Wow, you're amazing. It's like, what, three wavy lines? Nope, sorry. It's ah! (laughs) Yeah. Just so we can (laughs) talk to the hot chick. Like that. Uh, classic. Def's to pick of the week, guys. Ghostbusters. Kung Fu Nazi. African Kung Fu Nazis. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so apparently, eventually, we'll be able to inject shit in our eyes so that you can see 50 meters away in the dark um, for, what was it, a couple hours, I think they said it was? Next morning. So, at most, like, 10 hours, say. Really? Hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> but, you know, you're also basically injecting fish eyeball juice into your own eyes or, you know, I don't know. feel like people just shouldn't be doing that randomly. Well, people inject ink into their eyes so they can have black eyes, man. But they look really cool. Just because that happens doesn't mean that's not also a terrible idea. No, no, you have to have like a surgeon's license to do it and stuff. It's like, ugh, nasty. I'm not going to do that. Sorry. Yeah, no, night, I, I don't need night vision. Flashlights are just fine. Or maybe a lantern, you know. What's weird to me is like the people who tattoo their necks before they do any other part of their body. It's like, I just want people to see my tattoo so bad. I'm going to tattoo my face and neck. I have never met anyone who has tattooed their neck or face before they got a tattoo elsewhere. I see tons of people. I don't see them, but you see them all over the place on social media. They're like, oh, I need my hands tattooed so people can know I have tattoos. And then I need my face and neck. They're like, face, neck, and hands. And everywhere else is like nothing. <laughs> They'll do like their forearms, face, neck, and hands. Like, yeah, dude, you know, see me? I'm tattooed. Hmm. I like surprising people and taking off my shirt, and they're like, what the? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's very, it's, you, you look very, uh, don't look like somebody who would have tattoos. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> well, I've got a couple low key ones that are visible when I'm wearing Well, yeah, a then you have like the huge chest pieces, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it tends to, to surprise people. But they have, um, like, I've noticed. Uh, people on social media, they'll put numbing cream on their body before they get tattoos. Oh, that's such a bad idea. They put like, uh, uh, what's it called? That cream? Like, not ice. Lidocaine. Not, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. And they, ha- they sell it. It's like a, a brand that they sell for people to rub on their bodies before they get tattoos. Oh, you just suck it up, buttercups? Fuck. That's part of the process, man. Exactly. Right? Just fucking sweat it out. Because I saw somebody, he's like, I'm getting my neck tattooed, and then he just rubs lidocaine all over his neck. Like, you pussy. Mm-hmm. It's like, deal with it or don't. I hope it wears off in the middle of your fucking tattoo. Like, ah! <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like, I was getting the first <clears throat> side of my chest done, and I was having back problems at the time, so I was taking narcotics. And I had actually taken some because my back was hurting before a session. And, man, like, I felt like he was in one spot over and over again because the ink just wouldn't take. Like, any of those narcotics or numbing agents or any of that stuff is not good for the circulation. Oh, so the ink wouldn't take, you think? Well, yeah. Like, you know, I just bleed. It was not pretty. Well, yeah, that's why I don't want you to drink before and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Because it thins the blood. Right. And so you don't scab up and ink runs out. At least that's what it felt like, man. Because he kept, like, that one session that springs to mind where I was, I had taken, what was it, tramadol, which is a 
non-opiate narcotic. And yeah, he was like in just one little spot, like most of the session, instead of getting a huge piece of it done. Jesus. Yeah. So don't do that shit. Just suck yeah. it up. Doesn't yeah. hurt that bad. It hurts. But like... <laughs> Dude, I got tattooed within an inch, maybe a half an inch of both of my nipples. And I have tattoos along my entire rib cage on the side of your body. Yeah. That shit sucks. Yeah, the rib cage sucks. Especially when you're stretched out. Like, yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Your whole but... torso vibrates to that needle. It's fucking fantastic. But. Yeah. Fun times, guys. Mm-hmm. I only had to do it the one time, though. That's true. Unless you want to get it taken off and then put it back on again. <laughs> I don't like that one. Let's get another one. And then I don't like. Let's get another one. I don't like that one. Okay, here we go, guys. Oh God! What? No, what? I was gonna say if that's really possible, I think I'd stop getting tattooed because I mean, part of it is finding something of significant significance to fucking memorialize on your body for the rest of your life. You know? Yes. Like I don't do that shit lightly. Like none of them. Well, one of them was spur of the moment, and that's the one I would happily remove to make room for a more meaningful tattoo. But every single other one of them has, you know, some personal meaning. Just get magical symbols on your hands, man. Okay, here we go. Mm. <laughs> here we go, guys. It might be the move or the TV show of the year. Thirty coins, eight episodes. Of insanity. Spanish. Subtitle. English subtitles. Spanish. Just insane. This show wrapped up so insanely. Jesus Christ. Literally. Just so strange. Whew. 30 coins, guys. So, last time we left off... Oh, there goes Judas taking the coins. And Jesus laughing at him while he takes the coins. So, okay, so, yeah, 30 coins. It's on HBO Max if you ever want to watch it. Uh, if you want to read Spanish subtitles for an hour. Nudity, violence, religion. All the three pillars of a good show. I don't know, you can kick the religion out if you ask me. Well, the way they use it. And this one. It wouldn't work if they didn't take it out of this one. Well, yeah, of course. It seems completely steeped in Christian mythology. Oh, yeah. Black priests. Um, the Vatican actually deciphering the Bible, the real version of the Bible and what it really says. And, yeah. It, 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 it's gnarly. It's so sacrilegious. Like, Christians would freak out watching the show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? So... Basically the um one of the basically the devil, basically a huge demon takes over the town this, because it all takes place in a small town. Puts up a literal smoke screen and then makes invisible force fields all around so none of the townsfolk can get out. Mm. And then uh 30 cars, 30 black limousines pull into the town. This is the last episode. Uh all the priests who've been looking for the coins and stuff like that. And they're going to have a huge ceremony. They got all 30 coins now. 
So they're having like a black pope type thing where uh, the guy has 30 coins on his fucking hat. And all through the town, before everyone got there, they sacrificed all the animals and sprayed them, like put them in all the um, stone windows and Jesus Christ poses. Then took all the heads and made just walls of goats' heads was skinned alive. Oh. Like all over the place. There's horses nailed up onto stone walls split in half. There's um, just like, there's just dead sheep and there's livestock dead everywhere. There's pig heads nailed to doors. Um, just insane. You know, just insane shit. It just flies everywhere. <clears throat> you know, <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, there's entrails, there's flies. Like literally a, a wall, like 30 by 30, all goat's heads. Just all cut up, all from floor to ceiling. <clears throat> all like all skinned alive with their eyeballs still in there, and and the flies are just everywhere, right? Because it's, and uh, and so that's basically they're they're just decorating the place, writing all these weird symbols all over the walls with blood. Basically, all the symbols that the Greeks were holding in the flags when they killed Jesus. So there's t- like putting them all over the walls. In blood, the whole the whole small town has turned into a big uh, ceremony. So all thirty guys show up. Um, they have the spear that killed Christ, of course, uh, or the head of the spear that killed Christ. Um, it, it it's insane. The show is so violent and gory. Man, it's right up there. <laughs> it sounds fucking bananas. And it's so weird. <clears throat> And it's all yeah, it's all Spanish. Um, I tweeted out to the creator. He liked my tweet. The yeah, guy who Spanish made it. Spanish Catholicism is like the darkest, most spooky superstition-filled version that I've encountered. Oh yeah, there's there's a witch who's casting spells on people who brings a man to life. This is like in the in the season, brings a man to life by shoving his belongings into a uh, into a straw man, mm-hmm. and he becomes alive. Um, there's, a uh, there's also a, uh, like at one point the demon comes out of the earth. His whole body is just burning souls. You know, his body's just made out of suffering people on fire and shit. Oh, nice. It's like, ah, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, like the gates of hell, but in a demon body. Oh yeah. And the priest um, has all of his bullets are dipped in holy water. So he starts shooting at this thing and it starts backing off. But, you know, that, that's <laughs> holy water bullets. We'll get him every time, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, horses nailed the walls. Uh, yeah, pigs had nailed the doors. Burning, uh, there's a, they burn a church at the end. And, and, all, and everyone in the town is under a weird trance from this guy. They go into the church. The huge Jesus cross is upside down, burnt up. You know, um, <laughs> I mean, as you do, right? <clears throat> yeah. And they're just—I don't know, man. This this whole show, ultra violent, um, and the actors are good. It ended openly enough to where uh, there should be a second season, which is crazy. So by the end, um. The coins, uh, like the priest tackles the guy off the, you know, he, he stands up like the Pope. He's drenched. He's like, they like they bathed his robe in blood and then they put it on him. 
right? And then he put a robe over that robe. Comes out, dude's like, "Hey guys, look at me!" And all the all the uh, all those weird priests—they're dressed in white with black collars instead of the other way around. Mm-hmm. So they're like, "Oh, great, great!" And they're like, they're like have trays of food out while these flies are everywhere, and they're just like eating the trays of food. They're like, "Oh, this is great!" All of them look the same: black sunglasses, white suits, black collars. Like those are the dark priests with black collars, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and they came from all over the world. And uh, so basically the 30 coins, the guy tackles him off the, the balcony, sacrificing himself. The 30 coins burst open on the hat and all of them start beating the shit out of each other for these 30 coins. Mm. And they grab them all and split up and go into different ways. So they're all back out again in the wild. <laughs> <clears throat> they were converged. So they were looking for one coin to complete their whole set this whole time. They said Napoleon had two of them. Hmm. Uh, Which is why he was so badass. Yeah, Napoleon had two. Hitler had four. I think. Yeah, yeah, Napoleon had two. Hitler had four. Um, I think Genghis Khan had some. What? Yeah, so they're weaving, you know, possession of these coins to, like, the big conquerors of the world. Yes. Alexander the Great probably had some. Yeah, they, they said something like that. Um... They used the coins in Grimm. Those two coins that were on the collar of uh, Hitler. Oh, dude, it's been so Come on, man. You remember that? <laughs> so, yeah. So, Hitler had four or five at one time. And, yeah, Napoleon had two. So, yeah. So, they're linking all these back to all these. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. So, and, and, they, and these coins, uh, whoever has the coins will rule the world. Of course. And, the, the, yeah, they just... But you need all 30, right? Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. He, well, you yeah. don't need all 30, like, because Hitler did a big part with only five. <laughs> right, but imagine if you had all 30. Yeah. And this one guy, they had 30 for about two minutes. <laughs> they had 30, they're like, oh, my God, we got it, guys. Let's do this. We got 30 coins. And then they all decide to stab each other in the back. Well, yes, it just because because people just become obsessed with these things, mm-hmm. and no right. matter how absolutely civil you think power. you are, yeah, corrupts absolutely. Yeah, basically, that's what they're saying. And uh, and so by the end of this thing, they're all driving off in their black cars. Um, one of the the main chick, uh, Elena, uh, she got stabbed in the neck by a brujo who turned into a weird spider monster and shit. Like this old lady turns into this weird eight-legged creature, like fucking, uh, like almost crab legs come out of her back and starts fucking trying to kill this guy. Really cool creature designs. Uh, And then she got stabbed in the neck from uh, the jealous wife. The jealous wife made a potion with the witch because uh, this, this chick and this dude were hanging out too much together. And then he pulls the pin out of her neck. It's like a little, it's basically like a sewing needle. Pulls it out of her neck and she can't stop bleeding. Mm-hmm. So she, right now she's in the hospital. They're trying to cure her while the, the guy's ex-wife or wife uh, takes off with one of the priests in the Mercedes with a coin. So we'll see you guys. Yeah, really twisted cool shit, man. I didn't think I would like a Spanish horror, but this one's great. You should check it out, man, if you like that stuff. Mm. Span- 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it starts off slow. Like all this stuff starts slowly happening in the middle of a town. And then it just goes out along the world. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. And one of the priests... Huh? Oh, okay. No, one of the priests basically uh, goes into multiple dimensions. Like he breaks a mirror, walks through it, and he's in New York. Hmm. You know, weird shit. So I give it a four to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, and four to five um, dove eyes? Why did I say dove eyes? I don't know. Four to five burning pigs or burning souls, or four to five horses nailed to walls. Mm-hmm. Like with like railroad spikes. I was like, <laughs> nice. That yeah, that would be about right. You need some serious. Um, well, yeah, they're like they're they're nailed. They're nailed into stone wall, like facing each other on either side of a doorway, Jeez. and their and their and their stomachs are cut open, and their entrails are hanging out. Like wow, <laughs> I'm just like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like this whole show, you're like, what the fuck, man? Just demented minds, man. Mm-hmm. Sounds like really creative shit. Right. So, so I hope uh, this guy gets a horror movie or uh, or just gets another series. Mm-hmm. You know, gets the uh, gets this a sequel. HBO Max, right? Yes. HBO Max, which is worth getting, man, with all the movies coming out. I've got it. Okay. Yeah, I signed up for HBO Max. Um, I wanted to watch um, Wonder Woman. Totally. That's what got me to sign up for it. And then, you know, after the free trial, I was like, you know, fuck it. Like, there's enough on here. It'll, it'll keep me entertained for a while. Well, yeah, with uh, all the movies coming out in the next couple of months. Yeah. It's like, boom. Like, Judas and the Black Messiah. That's out on HBO Max. Boom. Yeah. Not sure if that's quite in my wheelhouse. I have to watch a trailer. Come on. That, that's a good movie. It's about, uh, what's his face? <laughs> Black Panthers. <laughs> Right. That's about Judas and the Black Messiah. It's a true story. It's a, it was a good movie. I rated it last week. It was pretty good. Yeah. No, definitely. It's just not my first go-to when I'm looking to unwind and zone <laughs> out on fucking you know, sci-fi movies or TV <clears throat> or something like that. Come on, man. Gotta... I get a wild hair at my eyes every once in a while and I watch dramas. So we'll what's, see. What's the other shit that's coming out on there? Uh, Godzilla, you're going to watch Batman, uh, watch Justice League four-hour movie? Come on. Maybe. We'll see. I'll be there. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about it, but I am curious. Hopefully, it's way better than the nonsense that came out in theaters. From what I've seen from the pictures, it looks great. Uh, and um, it's rated R. Yeah, I, I mean, again, we will see. I probably will. Um, I mean, I liked Man of Steel, right? And that was Zack Snyder, too, wasn't it? Yep. So, was it? I think. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was. Yeah, he uh, and uh, Christopher Nolan and his brother co-wrote it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. that sounds right. Yeah, that's Zack Snyder's best superhero movie so far. <laughs> yeah, Man of Steel was good. <clears throat> I liked that movie a lot. It was a good Superman so hopefully it's good. We'll see, guys. I think uh, the thing I'm kind of excited for, speaking of like you know Superman and all that stuff, is on Amazon. Um, there's an Amazon original animated show coming for a comic book called Invincible. Yes. 
Um, That's coming out next month, right? It is, March 26th. Uh, so Invincible is a comic series that Robert Kirkman of The Walking Dead fame has been writing for years. Um, I think the run is complete. Like He's not writing anymore for it, but it was a long... It has almost as many volumes as The Walking Dead does in comic books. Um, so this is fully fleshed out story already and it sounds fun it's like a basically superman's kid um you know is growing up and discovering his powers and what he can do and the teen angst plus being a superhero kind of thing but then it takes dark turns down random routes and each character is from what i've read of the comics well thought out fits well together it's not just um we're a superhero team or you know a teen drama it mixes those wells so you know if the main kid drops a fucking bus and squashes some kids then there's fallout and things like that anyway Uh, the trailer looks cool it does and um so i'm excited to see what that means i hope it's um as good as what I've seen from the comics, but definitely check it out if you've got Prime. It's called Invincible, and it's March 26th. And the um, who is it? Uh, the the voice cast is insane. Stephen yeah. Yoon. Stephen Yoon plays the uh, the kid. And he's, he's Glenn from Walking Dead, right? Yeah, yeah. He's also in the movie I'm gonna watch this week, Minari. That's finally coming out on VOD. But they have the Sundance Film Festival is coming out March 16th. Or no, no, the South by Southwest Film Festival is coming out March 16th. $245. You can watch all the movies. But it's going up to $300 in March. So you want to hear the list of voice actors in Invincible real quick? Yeah. All right, so Steven Yoon, uh, everyone knows as Glenn from The Walking Dead TV show, is the main character. And then J.K. Simmons is his dad. Yes, that was a voice. Superman. Uh, Sandra Oh is his mom. Seth Rogen, Zazie Beetz, Mark Hamill, Walton Goggins, Jason Mantezukas. Manzukas. Sure, Manzukas. Uh, I don't know Mae Whitman or Max Burkholder, but then um, Michael Dorn, fucking Worf from uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. And Zachary Quinto, fucking Spock from the most recent yeah. Star Trek movies. And that's it as far as names I recognize offhand. But, I mean, that's pretty badass. Anyway, check out Invincible. I think it's worth it. Good superhero shit. Okay, here's another movie, guys. You ready? Rock it. I care a lot. I care a lot. It could be one word, but it's not. A crooked legal guardian who drains the savings of her elderly wards meets her match when a woman she tries to swindle turns out to be more than she first appears. Starring Rosamund Pike as Mary Grayson, Peter Dinklage as Roman Ludovic, or Lundvoth. Uh Eliza Gutierrez as Fran. 
Diane West as Jennifer Peterson, Chris Mencia as Dean Ekumson, Isaiah Woodcock as Judge Lamarck's She. Yep. <laughs> this is. I care a lot. This is on Netflix, guys. Uh, this is a demented movie. Very demented movie. She's basically a ward. She she takes advantage of old people. And she's like, oh, you're a ward of the state now. I get to take care of you. And then fleeces them for everything they own while they're kept inside of a nursing home. <laughs> wow. That's fucking dark and cold. Yeah. Yeah, what? I said that's dark and cold, but continue. Yeah, she's, uh, it's done well. Um, so she basically, yeah, she's the, she takes, uh, so it opens up with her, uh, let's see the soundtrack. Yeah. She, um, so basically she goes up and opens up with her and this one guy who's trying to break into the nursing home and they keep him out. And so, so then she, then it's her in court and the guy's going, this lady just took advantage of my mother. My mom's not even sick. Uh, and there, and her shrink says that uh, she's she's un she's not mentally capable of taking care of herself anymore. So now she has to go to this uh, uh, nursing home, and her and the her and the doctors are in on it. Her and the nursing home is in on it. Uh, the only one who doesn't really know anything is the judge. But they uh, <laughs> but they just swindle everybody, man, out of all of their shit. And uh, and so yeah, they're, they're so they have like like thirty clients right now that they're just milking money from. You know, she has her own business. She just she's a really good talker. She talks away out of everything. So her and her and her girlfriend uh, uh, run the business, and so they're like, oh, we found a big fish for you. So they boom, they they're like, oh this lady and she's perfectly capable. She's fine. They just make her a ward of the state behind her back they show up at her house and go hey uh, I'm your ward you're unfit for living she's like what are you talking about it's like sorry your doctor says that you're unfit to be here so uh, come with us or we can have the police come with you so she has cops come with them it's like we can have the sheriff take care of this or you can come with me now so then so she gets dragged out to the car they uh, take her to the uh, take her to the um, a nursing home pump her full of drugs right uh, take away her cell phone she has no communication with anybody in the outside world and all while this is going on they have people going through her house and just appraising everything she owns and selling it at auction <laughs> right then they put her house up for sale they uh, appraise everything she owns put it up for auction uh, and she's like what the fuck is going on and she gets irate you know if she gets mad boom put her pump her full of more drugs um, and the head of the nursing home is in on it. You know, they work together. And he's the one who gave her the, 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 the mark to begin with. So all this is going on, blah, blah, blah. Taxi cab driver pulls up out of the blue while they're like, going through um, SWAT. They're paint, repainting the house. They're doing everything, right? Trying to sell it. Mm-hmm. They're selling her cars, all of her assets. Uh, they even go into her safety deposit box and take shit out. Right, they they basically burgle her house. Um, the safety deposit box has a huge bag full of diamonds in it. 
right? Like a big bag of diamonds. And the um, and so when they get through the diamonds, and then this guy in the taxi cab shows up to pick her up. It's like, hey, is Miss Blah 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 here? What's her name? Miss Blah Blah Blah. Mm-hmm. No, uh, Miss Peterson. Where's Miss Peterson? Oh, she's not here. It's like, really? Okay. Then he drives off, shows up at a parking garage. Peter Dinklage is sitting there in the back. He's some ex-Russian mob boss, right? Mm-hmm. And that's his mother mm-hmm. <laughs> that they happen to fuck with. Oh. <laughs> <So> <laughs> he's like, where's my mom? He's like, she wasn't there. Her whole house is being sold. He's like, what the fuck? And he has to more or less stay in hiding because he uh, he's like faked his death and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. So he's running things from behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, you're fucking with his mom. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, some lady took her and says he's his ward. So he's like, fuck. He's like, I, I have to legally try to get her out. So it's a whole like cat and mouse between those two. I won't spoil the ending, but yeah, it's it's pretty, it's interesting. It's funny. <laughs> Peter Dinklage. Like... Huh? Right. Peter Dinklage uh, is a good mob boss. He's a good actor. So he's just sitting there. He's like, yeah, it, it's funny, man. It's a funny movie. Uh, let's see. I give it a three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, and three to five strange haircuts or shallow croc cunts. But yeah, croc, shallow, shallow croc cunts. Oh. Um, and, uh, or mad midgets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like it. Mm-mm. I bet not. It's like when... Um, Will Ferrell called him an elf in Elf. You know? Yeah. He's uh, he was a little more controlled in that than he is in this. Mm. But yeah, it, it's it's a, it was a fun movie to watch. If you want to watch it, it's on Netflix. It could have easily come out in the theater. It's one of those type of movies. Like all mm. these movies could come out in the theater now. But nope. Netflix is like, sorry. So that was a decent one, guys. I care a lot. Uh, with Roseman Pike. She's from Gone Girl. Or Go On Girl. As yeah. uh, well, that um, I care a lot. Popped up on social media. I don't know when it came out, but just it came out last weekend. A bunch. Of, yeah, I was gonna say I saw a bunch of buzz about it. Oh yeah, no one has anything to do now, so there's like, fuck. I guess we'll watch this movie. I guess I'm gonna watch this one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I care a lot, guys. If you want to check it out. It's it's worth it. Sounds like a interesting crime caper. It's like a dark comedy. Yeah, everything goes wrong that can, blah blah blah, kind of thing. Yeah, and it becomes like a cat and mouse between Peter Dinklage and this lady. Mm-hmm. And she, and she's like threatening to. It's like, no, I'm not going to return your mother. It's like what? <laughs> like, sorry. I mean, at that point, if he's such a badass <clears throat> mob boss, don't you just pull out your fucking Glock shooter and? But the state legally has her. Yeah, but that's that the thing. Mean that Rosamund Pike's character gets to keep her. Anyway. Yeah, it's 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 a cool movie, man. Check it out. Not trying to second guess the story or anything. No, you are. I know. You're, you're second guessing it, guys. Mm-hmm. No, right. it's me. Okay, Everyone what do you got? Probably going to shut up, skip, move on. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Um, I I just want to call out, you know. We don't talk about this much, but um, Xbox games with gold is still a thing. 
So if you pay for Xbox Live, a gold subscription, or the ultimate bundled deal. That's the best deal. Yeah, exactly. 15 a month for all that shit. Please sign me up. Well, I already did. Anyway, um, I'd just like to point out that in the Xbox Games with Gold for March, we have a game called Vicious Attack Llama Apocalypse, which is free. I don't know shit about it, but when you look at the box art for the game, it's literally like a giant mech, kind of like a four-legged ED-209, and it's just gunning down llamas that appear to be rabid or zombies or something. And um, so not knowing much, it appears to be a four-person squad-based shooter where you use giant mechs to murder llamas, which sounds interesting. (laughs) <laughs> so maybe check that out. <clears throat> oh, another thing that's coming out this week is uh, um, the uh, Outriders demo. Yeah, I don't... You know, I saw that pop up, and, and then everything kind of got quiet. Is that supposedly the next big thing? I don't know. Should yeah, be. it's going to be. People are looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to the demo this week. I want to check it out at least. It's three-player co-op. Okay, yeah, I was going to say details, because I don't know shit about it's it. It's three-player co-op, like, third-person action shooter, and almost like in the vein of, like, Gears of War meet, like, um... Uh, Square Enix, really? Interesting. Yeah. And it, it's it, it's violent as shit. It's, vi- it's yeah, like, just, violent, like, Gears of War. Yeah, I just don't picture them being, like, a really multiplayer game game right like most of their games are jrpgs like final fantasy or you know dragon quest or some shit like that so interesting and yeah here's an article about the demo let's find out launches on february 25th um oh it's the Bulletstorm developer yes king undersquare enix okay now i'm more interested because Bulletstorm was fun as shit yeah so people can fly uh-huh that's their game their next one I just want to be able to whip people into giant cactuses <clears throat> and like pull them in for nut shots and all that fun stuff. I and this Bulletstorm. And Bulletstorm was great. Too bad they didn't make a sequel to it. Yeah. I forget. Does that did that game ever have um, multiplayer? I thought it was single player only. No, it was multiplayer like with points. There was no multiplayer really. Mm. I was like, oh, beat your friends in the high leaderboard, you know? Oh, yeah, no, that doesn't count. I mean, like, cooperative no. or fucking competitive multiplayer. Nope. They came out with, like, that Duke Nukem version. <clears throat> but then it's like, whatever. They just died. Yeah. So reading the um, announcement about the Outriders demo, it's on everything but Google Stadia. PC, PS4, PS5. <laughs> Google Stadia is dead. <laughs> and Series X. Like, every platform besides Stadia, you can play it on. It, it was supposed to come out in February. Uh, I think they pushed it back to April, I believe. So how do you sign up? It's it's just yeah. an open beta. You just download the beta oh, on you your Xbox. The... Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to go do that and give it a shot because this sounds interesting given the pedigree of the developer. Yeah. It's supposed to be cool, so we'll see. A lot of people that have played the demo say it's good, so. Yeah. I don't know. Outriders, guys. Mm-hmm. That's one of my so, more anticipated games this year. He said three-player <clears throat> co-op. And any idea about purpose? Uh, I forget the base. premise. 
The what? Is it role-based uh, multiplayer? Like one's the healer, one's the tank, one's the... Uh, probably. Yeah, okay. They all have special powers. Right. You and know, they complement each other, so you got to work together. and Like Borderlands-ish type stuff, you know? Yeah, synopsis on Wikipedia is an upcoming cooperative role-playing third-person video adventure game. There you go. Mm. <laughs> well, cool. I'm now interested. Yeah, it's a. It should be worth checking out. Hopefully, mm-hmm. people will like it. What are they putting out? They're putting out a, and then they're having in March. They're having a Bethesda conference, mm. uh, with Microsoft to tell everybody that it is everything's exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Like, yep, it's all exclusive to Microsoft. Sorry. And suddenly, every PlayStation user on the planet cried out. PlayStation games are going to PC now, so... I did see that. They have no more exclusives either, according to their logic. (laughs) No, that's true, and um, that's fine. $70 for a PC version of their game. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. Because I'm I'm waiting for like, oh, it should be like Game Pass. Nope, you're paying 70 bucks, the same price as the uh, console version. Right. Yeah, they're... Sony's just kind of stupid about that $70 games for their gen like like Ratchet and Clank is going to be a $70 game I think mm-hmm. yeah I won't play it no I'm not buying any more video games I don't need to yeah I don't on the Xbox every once in a while I'll buy a Steam game like I just bought a game on Steam that um, is an early access it's called uh, Gloomhaven and it's kind of a XCOM like tactical fighter along with kind of like a diablo loot and smash rpg gloom yeah i've only played about an hour of it and i mean it was fun and a little bit i played and very very tactical but in general i'm just playing what comes for free on game pass because I get it on my PC or my Xbox. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why anyone would not. There's so many games coming out on Game Pass now. Right. I know uh, EA is added, and you know every Bethesda game is going to be on there eventually. Now you go to EA, every EA game is on there. Yeah. Like, oh, cool, I never played uh, Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order, bam, we got it. Mm-hmm. I never played SSX Tricky. No, is that, I don't know if that's on there. I feel like there is an SSX <clears throat> game on Game Pass. I don't know which one it is, though. Skate 3, guys. Is that, uh, was that an that EA was game? In, it was, yeah. Okay, there you go. Skate 3. You can play Skate 3. And then they have, um, yeah, so the Bethesda conference is coming up. Uh, PlayStation's having their state of play this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that announcement on Twitter. Yeah, they're putting out a new VR coming out soon. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, that's actually something I should talk about. <clears throat> What's up? <clears throat> Sorry, no, finish your thought, but when you're done, I got No, go ahead. Juicy. Oh, okay. Um. So my kid got an Oculus 2. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, my youngest. So his, his birthday last year, his only thing was that he wanted to go to the local amusement park, uh, Great America. 
and ride roller coasters and, you know, eat hot dogs and fucking cotton candy. I wish. Yeah. Just him, his best bud, and his immediate family. And COVID just fucking screwed every pooch on that, right? His birthday's in February, and by fucking March, it was like, yeah, Great America's not opening the whole year, kiddo. Sorry. Yeah. Exactly, fucking. So his, his birthday basically got canceled. So we were like, you know, right at Christmas, we were like, okay, you know, your last birthday sucked. What's something you really want, but you've been afraid to put on your Christmas list? And he said an Oculus too. He got one. Is that the white one? It is, yeah. So to describe it real quick, it's just like, um, I don't know, the, the thing you put over your face is maybe about, a pound and a half, two pounds. It's yeah. not heavy. And um, it's got a pretty comfortable strap on it. It's got um, lenses inside the goggles that you can adjust so that you don't have to wear glasses or, you know. Oh, nice, nice. You, you can adjust <clears throat> focus so that you don't have to wear glasses. I guess maybe some people would still need to, um, but I don't. And I wear them normally. So, um, anyway, that, and then there's two little handheld, um, controllers, kind of like the old, um, not the, hmm, how best to describe? Well, just two little like sticks. Basically, People can look it up on top and there's a couple, um, thumbsticks like you would find on a PlayStation or an Xbox controller. Yes. Each controller has also, um, a cross shaped button. And then four other buttons, an X, you know, a Y, a B, and an A. And then a couple triggers on the stem that you hold. And anyway, um, so he started off with a game called Beat Saber. Yes. Did I talk about this already? No, no, no. Beat Saber is a great game. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> he got Beat Saber was one of his first games. And there was another one, which I've not. Vader Immortal. Did he get um, that one yet? No, hold on. The the second game he got after um, Beat Saber was called. Um, oh, dumb. Damn it. <laughs> Vader Immortal. No. Um, oh, and it was an Oculus Quest 2 game, by the way. So. Um, Archer, golf, no. boxing. Hold on, god damn it. Um, I'm just trying to find a fucking game list. Where's a game list? Anyway, it, it wasn't a game that sounded interesting to me, but, um, I did play Beat Saber a bit. And so, um, picture a Tron-like environment, right? Everything's kind of wireframe, um, and everything is, um... <clears throat> techno neon. Yeah, I've seen Beat Saber. Yeah, I'm describing it for people oh. who may not. And basically what it is, is it's a rhythm game, right? You you have your two controllers in your hands and boxes flow towards you in time with the beat of whatever techno, trip-hop, I don't know, whatever dance house kind of song they happen to be playing. And, um, and the goal is to each... Um, controller you're holding is the handle of a lightsaber, mm-hmm. basically. And you swing 
the color of the lightsaber, your right hand's blue, your left hand's red, um, into the boxes of the matching color in the direction that the arrows on the box indicate in time with the music. So you're kind of swinging your arms all over the place. You have to duck under or lean to the side of um, obstacles that come towards you. It's a fun game. Definitely something that is more physically active than it feels like while you're playing it. Because I played like four songs and I was like, oh, my shoulders are fucking sore. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, don't be surprised. But it's fun as hell. And um, there's all different kinds of modes, all different kinds of difficulty levels. So it's like kind of end- endless replayability, kind of like Guitar Hero. Um they're, you know, packs with additional songs. They have a Green Day pack. They have a, uh, what was another one? I don't know. No bands that I recognize besides Green Day, really. But, <laughs> yeah, that speaks to my age more than, uh, you know, the lack of other packs from in the game. But um, And then the other game that I played on this gizmo that he's got is one called Arizona Sunshine. So this is a first-person uh, shooter-type survival game. And basically, you wake up in your camp, you learn how to navigate the world in VR, and it's a lot of looking around with your head and you know ducking um, your knees a little bit makes your character mm-hmm. duck. And um, then otherwise, you use the two control sticks to move your character around, interact with the world, pull out weapons or grenades or whatever to fight off zombie hordes that you encounter as you explore from your camp to a spot where at least the last time I played, I was just trying to get to a radio <laughs> so I could try and call um, my buddy and I kept dying, but fun as hell. And, uh, does it make you nauseous? It didn't really. I, I did bump into, um, some things in real life as I was kind of, well, yeah, <laughs> Well, no. So at least the way the Oculus 2 works is um, before you start playing a game, you set your safe space. Mm-hmm. And what you can do is either have a stationary safe space, meaning like really just the two feet right around where you're standing, it's going to tell you you're okay. Um, or if you have a bigger space to play around in uh, without obstruction, you can actually like walk the corners of your rectangle or square and hit your control to mark each corner of what's your safe space. It's like an open field or something. Yeah. I I mean, I guess in my game room, at least there's a good like 10 by 12 space where the kid can set as a safe space without tripping on anything. So he can move around a bunch, you know? Mm Um, and so if you get close to that, the edge of that safe space that you've defined, then a little red lattice uh, appears as an overlay over the game. And it just gives you a, hey, you know, in this direction, you need to back up a little bit. Kind of like a hit detector in Call of Duty, right? Okay, like if yeah. you're getting shot from behind to the right, it'll show you a little red image against that corner of the screen, right? Yeah. Same idea when you're getting close to the edge of your safe space, it'll show you which direction you're too close in and how close you are. Like the closer you get to stepping over that edge, the more red the lattice will be. So it's 
you know. What about um, a Half-Life Alexis? Is that on there? I do not know. I'm looking at their list of games right now, and I haven't... My kids bought a bunch of games that I haven't even played yet. He's got... Um, oh, the game I was trying to remember is called Super Hot VR. I don't know what that oh, is. Oh, yeah, Super Hot. Yeah, that that's a VR game that they put out on the Xbox. Yeah, and then he's got a game called Gorn, which appears to be some kind of gladiator fighting game. What I want to see on those things is uh, I hear the uh, the virtual movie theaters are really cool in that. Have you tried that yet? No, no, it's really just a gaming device at this point. Yeah, like people are watching, like because they're like, I miss the theaters. You can have a huge screen in front of you, a virtual screen in front of you, for watching I mean, movies. What I will say, Chris, is like just being in the lobby of the. Um, the Oculus itself, right? Like what would be the home screen on your Xbox? Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen th- three different backgrounds when I put the goggles on after my kid. One was like a space station looking out onto a spaceport kind of thing. And one was a, what looked like a resort buried in the side of the Grand Canyon. Like you were on the edge of a giant canyon and there were, you know, just giant vistas down mm-hmm. this canyon of clouds below you, stuff like that. Um, and then another one was like this, I don't know, Hawaiian harbor, not commercial harbor, but, you know, like a yacht harbor kind of experience. And those were cool. Like you could walk around in them a little bit. You could look around. It was a full 360 experience. It looked cool and it looked believable. Like it, there is especially when I played the zombie game uh, Arizona Sunshine. Afterwards, for maybe 15 minutes, like walking normally felt funny. Like just my balance was a little off maybe. I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's the right way to describe it, but I think my inner ear did get fucked up a little bit. I wasn't nauseous or anything. but I get nauseous. Yeah, it just felt odd to... um, kind of move around in in meat space if that makes sense just it yeah that's why that's yeah yeah see if they have half-life alexis that's supposed to be the the 10 out of 10 ign game yeah that's what i've heard about um let me just see because that's steam i would be surprised no it's not on here oh because that's um what's it called and that's the other headset what is it um what's what's the steam the, the htc oculus no, HTC is. Hold on, I'm pulling up Steam right now. Let me see. Um, That's so weird. Yeah, <clears throat> it would be not the Oculus because you know Facebook is running their own platform yeah. for games on the Oculus. You can't download anything besides what's in the app to, app store for Oculus. Okay. Like no access to a browser. You can't go to. Um, you can't go to Steam. There's no Steam app to download onto your Oculus, et cetera, et cetera. But let's see. You said Half-Life. Half-Life Alexis. Alex. 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 Whatever. Yeah. Um, and let's see. Hardware requirements. You must have. An HTC. Oh, this is stupid. It doesn't tell you what compatible headsets there are. They <laughs> are. At least in their their system requirements. So, I mean, you might be able to take... Okay, so 
let's put it this way. The model of Oculus that my kid got, the Oculus 2, mm-hmm. um, that is completely standalone from a PC. You do not need to plug it into a PC. You do not need to plug it into a console. It is its own gaming device. You just hook it up to Wi-Fi? Yep. You hook it up to Wi-Fi. You have a Facebook account. You log that in. You have to have a Facebook account? You do. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> I so have one, kid, but damn it, why do I have to? Yeah, my kid plays it under my name. Okay. Uh, because I'm not going to give him a Facebook account. He's fucking 11. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. No, I, I just <clears throat> the VR support for Half-Life Alex is the Valve Index. I don't even know. What That's it what it is. The Valve. Okay. There's the HTC Vive. That's what it was. HTC Vive. And then it does allow the Oculus Rift, but that is not the version my kid got. His doesn't plug into a PC, so you can't play any VR shit on it. Oh, okay. Only play what's in the Oculus Store Okay. from Facebook. That sucks. It does, but, you know, honestly, that is probably better. They're going to keep things legit like apple does in the well yeah it's just like xbox and playstation yeah they're gonna curate it so it's not like a bunch of weird like porn shit all of a sudden my kid could download you know the vr porn yeah i mean i might try that (laughs) check it out yeah there's a bunch of like uh could you go on youtube and check out their three their vr stuff like they had the vr hooked up for the mars thing yeah, that's a good question. I think there is a YouTube app that you can get. Okay. Um, I want to say you can download Netflix. Because um, everything's like a VR version of something now. Right. Um, I think I think Netflix is VR too. It's just it's like a theater. We'll turn it like into like an IMAX screen in front of you. It is. So no, I'm just trying to find where their stupid. Um, because like people are watching uh, Disney on there too. Yeah, I want to say I let my kid download Netflix for his um, for his Oculus and helped him sign in. It's been a while. I mean, it was you know, Christmas time, but and then uh, yeah, that like the Disney Channel has uh, uh, VR support. Oh, yeah. No, here it is. I just found you can download the Showtime app. So there's fucking a whole bunch of shit. That's what I want to check out with those things. Yeah. And then they have these cool things um, that I haven't had a chance to really play with yet. Um, They have these things called experiences. So one of them is like climbing the side of fucking um, El Capitan in Yosemite. Right. Um, Or there's one for parachuting from halo jump levels like stuff like that so it's more like a cinematic experience with some interaction but not a full game does that make sense yeah 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 i get what you're saying and at least in the climb my kid got that one he was curious about it it appears they have multiple mountains that you can scale in vr oh nice yeah so you know it's a pretty well put together gizmo i will say like the controllers take uh one double a battery and one set of batteries so you know two double a's lasted me 
I don't know, a month and a half before they died. And from pretty steady use. Yeah, I'd get it just for the movie application alone. <laughs> That's what I'd get it for. The, the games are fun, though. I mean, I'd get nauseous. That's my problem. Yeah, no, I get it. But <clears throat> movies are going to do the same thing, bud, to be honest. Really? Not if, Even if I'm sitting there in a theater, not even sta- moving around? It's the moving around and shit, you know, that got me nauseous with the VR. I mean, honestly, like, there's a couple games my kid got. One's called I Expect You to Die is one of the ones I was trying to remember. And you play that game sitting down. It's not something where you're moving about. Um, oh, ha- still had me with that weird little head feeling like something ain't quite right, although I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, see, that's what, that's why I feel nauseous like an hour after I fuck with those things. And uh, like uh, Resident Evil 7 is in VR. Yeah, I'm probably going to skip something like that. I'm scared <laughs> of VR, Chris. That's you're like, oh my god, everything's right. Yeah, that would be intense. Yeah, man, I wish I could have, use VR without getting nauseous. I would totally check it out. But I, I don't f- like. If, do I feel like being nauseous for an hour after I play this thing? <laughs> no, I wouldn't want that experience. Yeah, either. I'll have to lie down and take a nap. <laughs> and that's like only or, playing it for fifteen to, uh, minutes. Remedicate with some Dramamine, you know? Maybe Dramamine makes me nauseous though. <laughs> oh. um, well, there's another one called Bonine that works really well. Uh, my girlfriend uses it when we go scuba diving, so she doesn't get nauseous. Oof. Pressure changes and stuff. So that might work for you. It's not anywhere near Dramamine. It's a completely different drug. Hmm, let's see. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't smoked weed in like six months. I think. Well, what does that have to do with taking bonine? Well, I don't know. I'll be more sensitive to anything that changes my body. Ah. You know, as opposed to like I smoke weed. I'm, oh, I'm used to being high all the time, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm not taking shit. I'm not doing anything. And I don't know if that's going to change it or not. I mean, there's only one way to find out if you really want to play the Oculus. I have to take Dramamine to play the Oculus. I mean, (laughs) maybe if you really want to play it that bad, you know, it is fun. I will say, Um, but if it made me nauseous, I would not want to. Yeah, I I need my equilibrium fixed. Mm hmm. That's what I need. Have you seen those people that are, they're strapped to those, you know, those um, 360 uh, treadmills and they have like, like they have a strap wrapped around their waist and they're running with like a gun. <laughs> it looks so ridiculous. And they'll like, say that I, and they're just like, they're like turning and running with guns. And it's like, Yeah. Oh, would this be like if you were in Ready Player One mm-hmm. in the fucking other verse or whatever it's called? Yeah, or you're playing like a, a VR game that has you running around. Mm-hmm. And it has it hooked up to his PC, has a 360 treadmill. He's has he's strapped into it so he doesn't run off of the treadmill. Yeah. Haptic feedback vest on in VR. <laughs> yeah. And like $10,000 <clears throat> later in fucking tech gear that yeah. isn't supported by many games at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, more power to you if you've got that big a bank account that you can just blow it on all that shit to play one game. Or maybe two games, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. And they have VR chat rooms. I know your son's not going to go into them, but a lot of people are doing that now with their avatars and they're hanging out. What like uh, fucking Second Life, but in VR? Yeah, like VR chat rooms. You know, I mean, that may help some people in the middle of a COVID lockdown when you can't go out and socialize. Yeah, and people are dressed up, you know, as like Pennywise the Clown, oh, you know, sure. yeah, Rocky Balboa, like all this weird shit. Complete full Second Life type experience where you can do whatever. Yeah. That would only make sense. That looks weird. Okay, you ready for the next movie? Yeah, rock and roll. Here we go, guys. Like my blood's in a pan on a stove and Barb and Star to the Go to Vista Del Mar Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar Lifelong friends Barb and Star Embark on an adventure of a lifetime When they decided to leave their small midwestern town For the first time ever Starring Kristen Wiig as Shannon Gord Fisherman. Annie Murbo as Barb. Jamie Doran as Edgar Pageant. Damon Wayne Jr. as Dar- or Darnell Bunkle. Uh, Ray Dio as Yo-Yo. Uh, but two plays two parts. Okay, whatever. Um, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar, guys. Here we go. Here's another song. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Cheese. What I really, really love. So in the in the um. Look around this place. In the uh. In the. (laughs) Hello, boobies. I love boobies. I love kasangas. I love knockers and chimichangas. I love melons and bonbons and Winnebago's. I'll take a big chest of shirt potatoes because I love boobs. Thank- so they have, um, so he's in the lounge singing when they show up. It's a comedy, of course. No set, set in the vein of like Austin Powers type stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, there's musical numbers like Homeboy just did right there. Uh, so they're it's basically like a, like it's a Saturday Night Live skit from the '90s that they brought into this. The, Were these characters from SNL? They're not. They're just made up for the movie. But similar in feel. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like it opens up with them having a conversation. Like, oh yeah, I'd like to go over here, go over there. Yeah, that'd be great. Excuse me, are you guys gonna buy this couch? And it pans out, and they're inside of a, a showroom. And it's all you think it's their living room in the beginning. They're like, oh yeah, totally. And then there's um, there's an evil uh, boss who lives in an underground lair, and um, it's Kristen Wiig and like a weird white face makeup with weird contacts and shit. Hmm. Like in a like a Austin Pat like a Doctor Evil type lair, you know. Mm-hmm. So she's under there. She wants to go. She wants to send mosquitoes, poisonous mosquitoes to Vista Del Mar to kill everybody because they picked on her when she was a little kid because she's pale white. She basically has white paint on her face. She's super pale white and can't be exposed to the sun. So years ago, they uh, they they, they uh, made fun of her. So now she's trying to get back to them. Gotcha. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's a stupid comedy. Come on. 
It sounds like a stupid comedy. Yes, it's very stupid. It's a Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's out there, guys. Let me see what these people say about it. Okay, here we go. I'm not going to lie. I was super drunk when I watched this. In fact, I'm still drunk and probably will be for several more hours. That being said, this was probably the funniest movie I've seen in a long time. Maybe it's a pandemic or maybe it's uh, Reba McIntyre emerging from the water as a mermaid. <laughs> what now? Reba McIntyre. McIntyre is a mermaid? Yeah. Uh, here's eight. That guy gave it a seven out of ten, and he was drunk. Mm-hmm. This guy eight out of ten. Let's see, comic genius with hilarious lines throughout, while friendship, romance, and spies take center stage. Barb and Star go to Vista Tomorrow is a comic genius. Hilarious lines are sprinkled throughout this film, while friendship, romances, and spies take. Oh, I already said that. <laughs> what the fuck? Let's see. What are the quotes here? There's a short scene after the credits. Uh, trivia, no. Uh, nope, nope. That's it, guys. Is there nudity? No. Is there violence? Some. Um, but, yeah, it just came out last week, February 12th. It opened opening weekend in Iceland and made $2,500. Wowzers. You guys... Worldwide gross is $2,500, but this is a VOD movie. It's uh, like, I don't know. We'll see what happens with this thing. <laughs> I thought it was a Netflix movie, but it was a rental on Amazon. I'm like, yeah, I'll check it out and see what this is. <laughs> I mean, not a $20 rental, right? It was. It was a $20 rental. Sucker. <laughs> It's desperate times, man. There's no movie theaters open. Would I have seen this in the movies? Probably. Gotta check it out. Considering you see like 60 to 80 movies a year. I've seen more movies this year than I have any year, I think. Well, yeah, because what else is there to fucking do? I'm up to like 30 movies. 35 movies so far. I think. So, okay, Barb and Star go to Vistamar. Two to five eye holes, two to five ear holes. And two out of five soul duches. Or no, soul douches. Sorry. <laughs> soul douches. For Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. If uh, if you want to check that out, guys. Have fun. Uh, I finished Shit's Creek finally after uh, seven months of watching it, falling asleep and re-watching episodes. Um, I hate that shit. It was a what, falling asleep. After a while, I give up on the show. If you what, keep falling asleep watching it, yeah. Well, I, I I put it on before I go to bed, so I'll watch it, start dozing off, stop it, and then fall asleep. Or or I'll watch it and I'll skip ahead like four episodes. I'm like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> like, where am I? So I, I finished it. Uh, I get three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, and four to five bad wigs. It was all right. Uh, I'm watching a new series right now on HBO Max called The Head. Uh, It's about um, people out Arctic research. 
The first movie they watch before the long winter is... The Thing? Yep. Like, it's a tradition. We got to watch it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they're all sitting there watching the thing uh, while they have uh, six months of winter. And then it cuts to because uh, the summer people have left, the winter people are coming in. There's only mm-hmm. 10 of them. They watch in the thing. And then it cuts to uh, six months later. Like, boom, a helicopter's flying in. We've been out of communication with these guys for three weeks. That's not weird. And then it will do flashbacks of what was been going on. I'm only in the second episode or third episode. So literally, they found a guy with his head cut off out in the middle of the snow. And it's like an Agatha Christie whodunit. You know, mm-hmm. I was over here. I was in the ballroom doing this. And I wasn't, you know. They have a ballroom in Antarctica? Damn. Okay. If you need to, you can shut out. And I can uh, finish up. Yeah. No, 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 it's like, yeah, so it's a, uh, yeah, they do have a ballroom. So basically, yeah, it's like a murder, it's like an Agatha Christie mystery set in the Antarctic. It's all right, it's interesting, you know? Mm. It's like, I think it's, like, I think they're German, because they're speaking, like, German, and then they're speaking English, so I don't know, it's weird. And the guy's wife is lost. They find, they go up there, they find a body burned, I'm sorry, they find a body burned up. They find another guy with a bullet hole in his head. They find um, uh, another guy with his throat slit. So they have, they're like, "What the fuck happened up here?" Yeah, it sounds like bad news. And then they find one. No, they find two survivors now. One of the survivors is saying the first survivor is the one who killed everybody, and she's the one who's recalling all the stories of what's been going on so far. The flashbacks. So I don't know. We'll see. It might work. It might not. Uh, I don't know. So what do I? What am I rating this so far? Two to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, and two to five T three syndromes, hmm. or cut off heads. Yeah, they watch the thing every winter, guys. Okay, what else we got? Oh, um, uh, Alan vs. Pharaoh. I'm starting to watch that. Woody Allen abusing his kids. Oh, okay. So let me call it right there i'm gonna back out because i gotta head out okay um, thanks for listening everybody i'll talk to you next week all right later and be crossed and all right. appropriate all right i'll see you next week Late. okay guys now it's just us it's time to rock out here we go Several of my friends from high school have recently passed. Seth, Dave, Corinne, all dead. Alan and Pharaoh. Alan and Pharaoh. We got two more movies, two more things to wrap up here before we go. Alan and Pharaoh. Alan and Pharaoh. Alan and Pharaoh. So uh, it's about Woody Allen and Mina Farrow. Uh, it's about basically how Woody Allen was secretly abusing his daughter. Um, and his Sun Yi found nude pictures of him and Sun Yi. So if this is all allegations, we don't know if it's true, but she's the one who lived with him and she's the one who's doing the documentary. So I don't know. This is also on HBO. Very trippy stuff, guys. 
Uh, I give it three to five ear holes, three to five owls, three to five child fuckers. Um, intimate body wraps, penis grabs, or thumb suckings. You be the judge of what it is, guys. You be the judge of what it is. Uh, let's look up the next movie. So, yeah, if you want to get into that stuff, Jesus Christ. Whew. Okay, here's the next one, guys. A big movie I've been waiting to watch for a while. Uh, let's see here. Nomadland. I live in a van not by, by the river. I live in a van that's knocked down by the river I have special plates that my mother and father made I go out to the desert and hang out with nomads all day This is what we do when we live in a van When we live in a van Not by the river Live in a van Not by the river Live in a van Not by the river have a short haircut, I like to go down to the ocean sometimes and say what's going on. A man befriends me and wants me to live with him for the rest of his life while I sit there wishing I was back in my van down by the river or not by the river. And I roam around and sleep in my van Shit in a bucket, I got diarrhea Shit in a bucket, I don't work at Amazon I don't work at Ikea Then I run out into my van Run out of my van and everyone's saying Why don't you come into a house instead of your insane? But I like to live in my van I like to live in my van When the plant died and everyone went away And my husband died of cancer and I got no place to stay I went to my van my van is where I sleep in, where I shit in, where people start to annoy me. When I'm parked in a parking lot that I can spend the night at while I'm eating fried chicken. In my van I like to sleep, I tried to sleep in the house but it didn't keep. I live in my van. I live in my van down by the river No man I 
I'm a no man I'm a no man I'm a no man No one wants me to be around I'm a no man They can't see me in their town I'm a nomad, I drive out to the desert, hang out with more nomads because it's warmer weather. And I meet other nomads in the vans and they travel around and give me tips on how to live and where to buy all the best food that they give for me. Cigarettes and give out letters to homeless kids sitting by a fire. That's what I do when I live in a van. I'll see you again when I live in a van. It's not by the river. Okay, guys, Nomad, here we go. I didn't even look it up. Hold on. Nomad, starring... Vorna Herzog, voice of the narrator. Hold on, is that right? Yeah. A journey. Hold on, this isn't even the right... Jesus Christ, hold on. Nomadland, sorry. Nomadland. After losing everything in the Great Recession, a woman embarks on a journey through the American West, living as a van-dwelling modern-day nomad. Starring Francis McDormand, David Strahand as Dave, Francis McDormand as Fern, Lena May as Linda, Gay DeFrost as Gay, Patricia Geter as Patty, this is Nomad. That's alright. <laughs> it was okay. It was a. Uh, it was well directed. I'll give it that much. A little boring. Um. <clears throat> but you know, come on, it's van life. What do you want it to be? Do you want it to just be like, hey man, come on, it's van life. It's party time. <clears throat> it's very depressing. Just living in a van, like like the song said before meeting people here and there out in the desert where she goes in the winter uh, meets a bunch of people out there meets real nomads I think real nomads are filmed in this movie let's see if we have any trivia here trivia the movie was filmed in several states over the course of four months during which Frances McDormand actually performed several of her jobs done by people who do nomadic work 
She actually worked, guys, with her bare hands. Such as harvesting beets, packaging Amazon orders with the campfire program. Frances McDormand blended into the nomadic community so well that one of the locals targets offered her an application for a job. Frances' experience from living in a van took four to five months covering several states. She adopted lifestyle of consistently on the move to make the movie seem more authentic rather than just acting in scenes. Frances McDormand nicknamed her van Vanguard, which is decorated with her own personal items and slept in during the shoot. Eventually, she stopped doing so because it was much better for me to pretend to be exhausted than actually be exhausted, she told The Hollywood Reporter. The company town of Empire, Nevada is a real place owned by U.S. Gypsum. In 2011, U.S. Gypsum closed down the mining company. Subsequently, the town with it, workers and their families were allowed five months to continue residency in their company homes after the closure the zip code wouldn't even later be discounted as empire became a ghost town oh the the zip code even would later be discontinued based on the book uh non-fiction book nomadland with the exception of france mcdormand david strahan most of the cast of the film are actual nomads listing their real names for their characters um at one hour mark, Fran is working in the Wall Drug, South Dakota, where you can f- faintly hear the son of pioneering song Tumbling Weeds playing. The song is also played in The Big Lebowski, which was created by the director, Ethan Cohen, Joel, and Joel is McDormand's husband in real life. I didn't know that. So, yeah, there we go, guys. Van Down by the River. Um, what else? Uh, let's see. Quotes. Here we go. Here's Bob. One of the things I love most about... Here we go. One of the things I love most about this life is that there's no final goodbye, you know? I meet other... I meet hundreds of people. One here, out here. And don't ever say a final goodbye. I always say, I'll see you down the road. And I do. Whether it's a month, a year, or sometimes, I see them again. It's strange that you encounter people invest their whole life savings going into debt just to buy a house they can't afford. Here's Swanky. I'm gone by 75 this year. I think I live a pretty good life. I've been... Squonky, swanky. I've seen some really neat things kayaking all over these places. And you know, like a moose in the wild, a moose family on the river in Idaho, a big white pelican's landed just six feet over my kayak on a lake in Colorado. Or come around a bend was a cliff, and I find hundreds and hundreds of swallows' nests on the wall of the cliff, and the swallows flying in and out and all around, reflecting the water. So it looks like I'm flying with the swallows and they're under me and over me and all around me. And the little babies are hatching and eggshells are falling out of the nest, landing on the water and floating on the water. These little white shells, this was like, it was like awesome. I feel I've done enough. My life was complete. 
If I died right there and then at that moment, it would be perfectly fine. Nomadland. What do I rate this movie? <clears throat> Let's see. <coughs> Sorry. Three to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, three to five pisses in fields, dumb tattoos, shits in buckets, old lady water muff, earth ships. So I give it four, three out of five earth ships or old lady water muffs. Full Francis McDormand nudity in the water, if you like that type of stuff. Old lady nudity. If you're into um, gilfs. You can watch that. Uh, okay, so <laughs> what else we got here, guys? Uh, let me look it up. Let me look it up. What we got? What we got? Let me look it up. What we got? It's Carolot, Barb and Sargo to Vistelmore. Okay, the next one. Here we go. Um, I'll read it real quick without this here. See if we can find something here. Can't find anything. Okay, we'll just do uh, Silk Road by DJ. Oh shit, here we go. Silk Road. Silk Road. Silk, 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 silk. Silk Road. Silk Road. Silk, 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 silk. Silk Road. Silk Road. Philosopher. Philosophical 20. Something Ross Uber Chat creates Silk Road, a dark net website that sells drugs. While DEA agent Rick Bowen goes undercover to bring him down. This is Silk Road. Silk Road, starring Nick Robinson as Ross Uberchant. Jennifer Ying as Kim Yum. Jim Simmons as Chris Tarbell. Jason Clark as Rick Bowman. This is Daryl Britt Gibson. This is Silk Road. Silk Road. Silk Road. Silk, silk, silk. Road, road, road. Silk, 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 road. Silk, 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 road, road, road. Okay, let's do this quick. <clears throat> Mortal Kombat trailer was cool too. Uh, let's see. <laughs> it looked a little cheesy, actually, if you ask me. Okay, WandaVision was decent. Hopefully, it gets better. We'll see what happens, guys. But this is. Silk, silk, silk. Road, 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 road. Okay, Silk Road. Um, it's about the guy who creates Silk Road to sell drugs and stuff. He starts he starts making thousands, hundreds and thousands in Bitcoin, a million a minute, a million an hour, I think, something like that. A million a day in Bitcoin. <clears throat> um Homeboy another guy's in it too. He's way down at the bottom here, but whatever. 
It's a decent movie. It's not great. A Mastermind is a terrible thing to waste. Silk Road. Director Terry Russell. If you want to watch it, check it out. Ross Uber, I knew the state of might go into and plea. Uh, I knew the state might try to impede it, but it will never try for the fear of retribution. Then we've saw... Well, I don't know what the fuck that is. The film has no opening credits. The title does not appear until the end of the credits. Uh, what else? It was okay, guys. It was. I thought it would be better. It's one of those movies where it starts off in the beginning where he's like, Oh, hey, guys, come on. I got the... The FBI is following him in the beginning, and then it flashes back all the way to the beginning. All the way to the start of when he... It's looking for something to do. Starts up a website where he can sell drugs on the internet using Bitcoin. Untraceable. Um, if you know what Silk Road is, you can buy weed, heroin. Um, eventually, you can buy drugs or guns, uh, human trafficking. All that stuff eventually explodes up into it. I don't know if it's still around. I'm not going to try out and see. But when it was around, people are buying acid, crystal, coke, shrooms, weed. PCP, MDMA, uh, what's the other stuff? Um, uh, uh, Ibocaine, uh, all that stuff. I'm sure there's out. I'm sure you can still do that stuff on the internet. But for uh, this movie, they acted like it just shut off when they found this guy. Uh, but it's I don't know, guys. I don't know. Was it good? Maybe. Uh, let me see. What do I rate this thing? If you want to check it out, check it out. Uh, two to five rehearsals, two to five aisles, two to five asphyxiation with chicken noodle soups for Silk Road. It's not worth really talking about, but it does have a couple of cool shots. If you're into, you know, computer hacking with, you know, with the camera spinning around you, like a la hackers type stuff. It's a lot of that. Um, and basically the, um, uh, the character of, God damn it. What's his, uh, Jason Clark. He was uh, put on furlough for uh, for abusing us, for crashing a car, wrapping it around a tree while he's drunk undercover. <clears throat> he gets shoved into the um, <clears throat> into the uh, cyber crimes unit. And he's the one who goes toe-to-toe with this kid. He, he uh, starts making fake accounts and starts bringing his own money in or starts making, he makes a fake account and is basically talking to this guy pretends to kill people for this kid this kid orders hits out on other people that he thinks that have screwed him over so this kid's digging himself deeper and deeper into holes ordering hits that aren't real um ordering more he ordered like two hits on people he was sentenced to i think life in prison in real life i won't give too much away but yeah he was he was ordering hits on people online they have all this proof digital footprint they eventually find his IP address. They just fuck this kid over. Uh, Clark's um, character gets fucked over also um, by 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 taking the money for the hits that he never does, um, just so he can get his kid through a colorblind school that he can't afford. I think he did six years in jail or something like that. It's kind of interesting, guys. If you're into that stuff, if not, don't worry about it. It's not that great. Uh, what am I going to watch this week, guys? I'm going to watch... Uh, what is it? 
I have it on the list. I have a list. I have like, how many movies have I seen this year? Uh, How many movies am I seeing this year? Uh, Oh, Special was another one I want to do before we leave. Special is by our buddy um, Harrison B. Smith. Follow him on Twitter. He's a great uh, guy, good director. Horror movies. He did Death House, Camp Dread, and this one, The Special... Um, look it up. It's on Amazon Prime. Give the guy some love. Independent horror director. There aren't many out there that are still doing it. Uh, let me look up the premise here. See if there's a... Uh, I don't even think there's a soundtrack for it. Let's see. S-P-E. Well, there's the special. We'll just do that. Okay. Okay, let me look it up here. The special. So Silk Road, guys, check it out. S P E C The Special. Here we go. <clears throat> Suspecting his wife of infidelity. Jerry follows his friend down a dark rabbit hole into a horror landscape addiction. This is the special. <laughs> From the director of Death House and Camp Dread, Harrison B. Smith. Uh, let's read his credits Death House, Camp Dread, The Fields, ZK Elephant Graveyard. Good director, guys. Check him out. He's a friend of the show. I should have him on sometime, but you know. You know how I am. I'm all over the place. Maybe someday we'll have him on. But give him some support, guys. Starring David Rapperthy as Jerry. Dave Sheridan as Mike. Uh, Sarah Finch as Lisa. Doug Henderson as Ivan. Uh, Susan Moses as Madame Zora. Paul Cottonman as Deet Barnes. And there's a lot in there. Jane Palmer. Uh, I can't read them all off. Um, so basically <clears throat> good body horror so I'll give you the premise I'm not going to give it away so he takes his, his friend takes him to a whorehouse he's like hey let's go to this whorehouse we'll give you the special okay and the special happens to be a box like a dick in a box okay picture that uh, he puts his dick in it has the best orgasm he's ever had in his life he doesn't even care what the fuck it is in there um, becomes obsessed with the box Steals the box and does weird shit with it. I'm not going to say anything else past that. uh, Because I want you guys to check it out. But that is the premise of the movie. Uh, It was good, man. It was interesting. It was was worth checking out. I'll give it that much. No, I'm just kidding. No, it was good. It was good. I liked it a lot. I just don't... I didn't want to give anything away from it. Had some good acting. Good directing from the... um, from our homeboy there uh, Harrison B. Smith uh, good lighting good directing uh, if you want a body horror movie this is the one guys this is the one if you like body horror this is the one you know uh, for in recent in recent times um, 
I'm trying to think of uh, something else that happened it without giving it away. Um, so yeah, basically he becomes obsessed with whatever's in that box, and uh, and uh, he ends up basically um, taking it to a place, and he keeps fucking the box, and nothing can prevent him from fucking the box. Uh, he he runs out of room to fuck this box. It's crazy, guys. It, it, it becomes weird, man. But that's on Amazon Prime right now. Um, yeah, if you want to check that out, I give it a... Where'd it go here? Three to five ear holes. Three to five eye holes. Three to five dicks in a box. No, two to five ear holes. Two to five eye holes. Two to five dicks in a box, guys. Check it out. Very, it's uh, worth checking out. It's on Amazon Prime. What else are you doing? Besides sitting at home. Uh, doing nothing, right? What else are you guys doing? Uh, I don't know. Um, okay. Now. What can I go to? Okay, let's get out of here then. (laughs) So this week we rated, 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 um, yeah, what did we rate? Uh, let me look it up here. Um, we rated... Oh! Well, we didn't rate WandaVision. Let me see if I can rate that real quick. It's a good show. It's just not... <clears throat> I don't know. People are just... Oh my god! You know, it's good. Okay, I'll give it that much. The acting sucks, though. That's my problem with the show. And they're trying to recreate sitcoms, but they're the sitcoms are recreating were funny. This is not funny. That's the problem. You know? Uh, but I don't know, man. Uh, people are going to be blind. People are just blind. You know, that's a problem. Uh, let's see. Do I have WandaVision on here ever? I know I have it somewhere on this list here. Maybe it's way at the bottom. Yeah, WandaVision. Two to five ear holes, two to five eye holes, and two to five cuttings into walls for episode three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, three to five bee suits, three to five dead dogs, three to five... Two out of five pumpkin smashes, and the last one, three out of five purple glowing eyes. I don't know. The acting's not good. They're just trying to move the Marvel story along, and it seems desperate. I don't know why. It seems like a TV show. If you want to check it out, check it out, guys. But we're out of here for right now. Um, we're out of here. Thanks for listening, guys. Attention episode order, season twenty-one, episode two. Um, until next time, guys. Oh, what am I going to see next week? Hold on, real quick. This weekend, I'm going to see. The world's a blurry place. Minari, the U.S. vs. Billy Holiday, and Cherry, Apple, or Cherry on Apple TV Plus. Later. 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 Take it easy, guys. Until next time. Oh, I'll tell you about how I got my co- how I feel after my COVID shot too. Okay.
That sound good? Whew. All right, guys, we're out of here. Take it easy.